Are you an ISA or agent struggling to convert your valuable leads? Or are you a team leader looking for advanced scripting and dialogue training for your team? Smart Inside Sales Conversion University is the industry-leading training program designed to give you the ninja-level scripting and objection handlers used by top teams across the country. Conversion U covers scripting, dialogue, objection handling, and closing skills needed to elevate your business through self-paced video training and live interactive expert coaching. Visit smartinsidesales.com slash conversion you to start today. Cash call, everybody. One more week of Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis back again for our riveting podcast where we are changing lives across this great country and maybe Canada too. Right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. It's you know it's fun to be able to help people have some success, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but that's one of my favorite things is to to teach somebody something, and then they go out and have success with it. So uh, makes it turns my crank. That's what makes me go. So <laughs> that's great, man. Uh, yeah, excellent. I, I mean, I I love doing that stuff too. And so, hey, everybody, everybody that's chatting in, hi, good to see all of you again. Here's what I'll say: is that we do like to do a little Q and A, if possible. If anybody has any questions or specific scenarios you want to help with. Uh, see if we can get it done within the show here. Um, I have a call today. You know, I'm taking it. I'm taking it easy today. I have a fun one that we're going to listen to. It's just funny, right? And you know, so I figured I'd bring a little bit of levity because we're, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that we're too serious, but you know, it's a funny call. We'll take a break. I'll play a funny one. We'll we'll listen to how that goes, and and then we'll talk about it. Sound good, Ryan? That sounds fabulous. And, and I've got two things like I'm not sure if you saw the message, but we someone emailed us and, and asked a question. So um, I, I just actually remind, remembered that uh, I had read it and prepared for it. But uh, so we'll answer that question. And then if we have time, then uh, I've got I've also brought a call today that uh, it's, it's not funny, but uh, I've also brought a call today. So, oh, did I miss? A, so we had an email question. Yeah, I'll forward it over to you here. So sorry about that. I probably should have uh, done that earlier. I just forgot. Oh, oh no problem. I, yeah, that'd be great if you want to read that. I didn't know we had an email. Because um, Brian and I, you know, don't share email addresses. Uh, we don't. You know what I'm saying? No, we, we have different but, emails. Yeah, it, it got sent to you, but I'm going to guess it ended up in a spam folder and that type of thing. So uh, such is life. Got it. All right. So I'm going to play this funny one over here. And this is an expired call. And, you know, sometimes... Sometimes when you're doing outbound prospecting, stuff like this happens. Let me give me a thumbs up when you can hear it, Brian. Hello. Yeah, hello, Mary. No, it's her husband. I'm male. Oh, oh yeah. Hi. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It, it's kind of hard to hear on these uh, headphones sometimes. How are you doing, Mr. Bayer? Well, I have a lot of room for improvement. I want to sell this house, and I want you to buy it. I want you to bring 10 people through in the next 20 minutes so we can get rid of it. <laughs> Is that how you're feeling? Yep. Everybody wants oh, it I... now. So we're on the market for three months, and we had three showings. Now you well, people you know, all come out of the woodwork somewhere and have customers just biting at the bit to buy it. No, hey, I hear you. I know that that this is what happens. It's uh, yeah, because it's, how, how it does. Because you saw well, let, let me, off the market, so yeah, that's well, let, why let you, everybody wants you. to list it. So yeah, well, uh, let me let me explain let me explain to you why why that is explain. happening and yeah, basically he just hung up. <laughs> hello, Mister Bear. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Uh, so sometimes that happens, man. Like. Brian, do we even have any advice on what to I do? do? 
I yes. do have some advice, actually. Go for he it. kept trying to talk over him Yes. at the end. So I would give advice there. Like, and it's hard. Like I was talking to an agent yesterday about this. They're like, what do I do? Like, I want to do this. And so one of the things that I tell people all the time is be a little bit more patient and wait for your turn. And it's frustrating because like, you know, the answer, you know how to help them. You know how to close the objection, you know, all this stuff. And you're just like, shut up. It's my turn to talk. It's never your turn to talk until they're done talking. And, right. you know, we've all done it. Dale's done it. I've done it. You get excited and you're like, oh, I got the answer. Let me tell it to you. Slow down. And, and that's one of the things I really had to listen to him, give him the opportunity to. Exactly. Like there's a chance if this guy would have been able to go on his ridiculous spiel, spiel that he was on that you might want to know, sir. You know, sir, and, and it's funny, I've listened to Tristan do this. He's one of the best people doing expires and, and bizbos, literally. Like, I've watched him mirror and match somebody. You know, sir, I completely understand. It's so frustrating with all these yeah. agents. And what are you doing? You're mirroring and matching their 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 irritation, their frustration. Now you can't live there for 15 minutes or otherwise, you know, all you're doing is ramping them up. But when you empathize with people, when you say things like, you know, sir, that's so frustrating. It really gives a bad name to our to our to our industry. So, by the way, I'm not calling for any of that. But what I would like to know is, you know, whatever, switch over to that. Yeah. And again, it doesn't always work. Um, so it's, it's yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you just match them, right? You, you got to match the intensity, match the energy, be on their side of the table. And I think that that actually works better most of the time, Brian, than when you're like, when you try to do the opposite energy, right? Like they're angry and they're yelling and you're like, oh, I totally understand. Yes. No, I get it. Right. That like trying to like, you're not matching them when you do that kind of stuff, right? You are not, uh, you're not mirroring them when that happens. So that's the issue. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, and Tony Robbins talks about this. Most people, when they come to handling objections, go like this. What I'm going to suggest is you go like this, run parallel with them. You know, eventually you're going to have to flip it, but it's easier when they're like, you know what, this guy gets me. You know, this guy is listening to what I've got to say, what I've got to say, you know, I like it. So, you know, maybe, maybe he is different than somebody else. And you are being different because everybody else told them why they were dumb. They didn't use those <laughs> words, but they did. They're like, listen, you're a moron. This is what's really happening. Just because right. you don't say the word moron doesn't mean that you're not communicating that this person's a moron. So, yeah. you know, be on their team. Even if their team is team idiot, join team idiot for a while. It's okay. <laughs> and it'll help you get better. And then, you know, most people are just frustrated, especially expireds. Like, can you imagine being an expired in this market? Like, no. did your house just suck really bad? Was it super overpriced? Did you get bad? I mean, you, I, I think we've you have to try here. You have to work on being an expired in this market. Like you, you've earned it. Uh, you worked hard for it if you're an expired in this market. So anyway, I, <laughs> Alex Montalvo says harsh. I'm not sure if I was being harsh or whatever, but uh, you know. But seriously, I you know I like to have fun and Dale does too. Me oh, no, he meant the call. He meant the call. Oh, gotcha. I I, but, I know Alex. I'm pretty sure he meant the call was harsh because uh, I'm sure Alex would be like, "What do I do here?" Um, but yeah, that that all makes sense. So uh, do you want to do your call and then we'll get to Jesse's question? Let's do Jesse's question first. I want to make sure that we answer that. And okay. who knows, you know, how long that's going to end up because sometimes we pontificate and, you know, again, we ask people to send stuff in. So I don't want to ignore it and go, oh, we didn't get to it. So I, Jesse, we really appreciate you sending the call in. And uh, absolutely, if you want, I will go ahead and read that. So how do you approach old leads in your database that may not remember who you are? 
for example, I have older circle calls, realtor.com leads, open houses, et cetera, that I did not consistently follow up with enough and, and lack significant rapport. Is there an intro script or rapport building method to quickly earn credibility and trust? We had spoken about buying or selling real estate, just following up was what, what his question was. So that yeah. was that. And uh, so I did the reading, Dale. I'll, I'll let you kind of start off and I've got some uh, thoughts on that as well. Yeah, so I would say, first off, uh, you know, the example that uh, Jesse gave in here asking, is there a, a method to quickly earn credibility or trust instead of just saying, we once had spoken about you buying or selling real estate, just following up. That message in and of itself is very generic. We had once spoke about buying you buying or selling real estate, just following up, too generic. It needs to be real specific. And just like when we do any sort of scripting with leads, it needs to be who I am, why I'm calling you and what I want to know. And so what I would say is that, let's say circle call leads, right? Um, I'll give you a script for that one, uh, but be specific. Like we, you know, I was, I uh, spoke to you one day in the neighborhood about people moving in to see if you knew any sellers. You didn't, here's what I want to talk about, right? Realtor.com leads. Brian, looks like you inquired about a property, a specific property on realtor.com a long time ago, here's what I want to know today, right? So I'm going to make it real specific about the action that you took or type of lead that you are. The other thing I would say is put a lot of energy into it, right? Make it sound like you're happy to talk to them again. So when you when you talk to a friend that you haven't talked to in a, a long time and you're excited about it, you sound different, right? So let's, let's say that you are a, an old realtor.com lead, okay, Brian? Great. I'm calling, I'm calling through my system. You have no clue who I am, right? Ring, ring. Hey, this is Brian. Hey, Brian. It's Dale Archdeacon from Whatever Realty, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Listen, it looks like you inquired on a property a long time ago on Realtor.com, uh, and I don't know whether you ever ended up buying or not. Did you guys end up purchasing, or are you still in the market? No, um, yeah, we have, you know, we, we, we bought a house before we made that inquiry. We still own that house and uh, yeah, never, never bought anything else. Okay. So let's break down what I did, right? First of all, I sound like I'm really happy to talk to you, mm -hmm. right? Brian has no idea who I am, but Brian immediately is like, hmm, this person is happy to talk to me. I feel like they know who I am. I should figure out who they are. Right, Brian? Yeah. And let me just point something out too. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I watched myself do this. Now, obviously we're not going to see the people we're talking to, but when Dale said that, I actually smiled. Why? Because <laughs> Dale and I have a rapport, you know, we're friends, we know each other. And he came in with this energy and guess what? Whether I wanted to or not, I took on some of his energy and, you know, people really diss on stuff like that. Oh, you're crazy. That doesn't come through. The, I promise you, totally this does. is real stuff. We are, yeah. we, we are energy and I don't want to talk metaphysics, but we are energy and we receive and, and give out energy, you know, show up, you know, there's nothing that makes me realize a telemarketer is calling when they go this, um, is this Mr. Curtis? And, uh, do you still own the 2003 Chevy Blazer? I'm like, okay, no, I, this guy bought my name off a list and, you know, I never even owned a Chevy Blazer. So, you know, that's different. Like, hey, you know, hey, Brian, this is Bob with such and such. Oh, hey, Bob. I don't know what it is, but it's not a miserable experience to talk to Bob. So maybe I'll have a conversation. Yeah. I want you to put yourself into an excited state to talk to every single one of those leads in that list 
whenever they answer because they are all a unique little flower, right? And they want to feel special and they want to feel happy. And you need to be excited to talk to them just like they're an old friend, like your old friend, Brian Curtis, okay? Yeah, and let's talk about some organizations. I think this is important. You know, he broke this down into Circle Prospects, Open Houses, Realtor.com. If this is me, I'm going to call those in blocks. And here's what I mean. I'm yeah. not going to call a Circle, then a Realtor.com, then an Open House, because because I'm doing it quick, like basically next, 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 next until somebody calls. So I want to know what my script is. So I'm going to call all my open house leads for in one, in one, in one setting, assuming I can get through them all. Then all my realtor.com leads in a different setting. Then all my circle why? because I've got the script and I've got the motion. I've my, my brain. I go, hey, is Brian reaching out to you because you made an inquiry on realtor.com a couple of years ago? We're just following up with everybody. Make sure that we didn't drop the ball with that in mind. Did you guys ever end up purchasing a new property? Right. Bam. Yeah, that's the other part uh, that I want to point out uh, to Jesse, who asked the question and everybody else. Notice uh, in our intro script, it's this is who I am. This is why I'm calling you the action that you took, the specific action you took or how I know of you. Uh, and I we both Brian and I added in a long time ago or several years ago or several months ago or whatever it is, because when you put that in there, you, you want to make it okay that they don't remember. You're, you're pointing it out, right? It's gonna be unlikely you're gonna remember doing this because it was a long time ago or several months or several years or whatever it is. And then we go right. on to ask what we wanna know. And, and I don't know if you guys heard that we used to call it the nine word script, just calling to make sure I didn't drop the ball. I don't know if that's actually nine words or not, but some it's close. Um, why am I saying that? Because about 30% of the time, people will apologize to you. It's insane. Like, hey, just calling to make sure I didn't drop the ball. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I see you've called me a couple of times. I never called you back. They're apologizing to me and I'm telemarketing them. It's actually a pretty powerful thing. Um, there's a question in our Q&A that kind of goes along this. And I think it's a good question. Um, it's an unfortunate question, but I think it's a good one. And that's how about leads that you've never called, but they're three to five months old. Would you use this if you've never spoken as well? So yeah, first, first of all, Charles, the first step to recovery is admitting that you have a problem that you have lead that you didn't call who are three to five months old. Uh, so hopefully you are the team leader and you're, if you have a team leader, they don't watch this. Um, so yeah, I would. So let's say that Brian is a lead that I've never called. Um, and listen, it happens to all of us, uh, Charles, I'm messing with you. And it happen to all of us. Okay. Um, Juanita uh, wants to know how she could do coaching with us. But I did reply to you, Juanita, so I just want to make sure you know it, we didn't have the right cell number, but it still happens to all of us uh, that we might not get back to them. So let's say that Brian is a lead I didn't reach out to. Um, and I might be, might be uh, you know, accidentally uh, divulging some of our tactics here, but uh, it could sound like this. Ring, ring. Hello, Brian. Hey, Brian, it's Dale Archdeacon with Whatever Realty. Hey, man. I want to apologize. It looks like you inquired about a property maybe a few months ago. Somehow your email got stuck in our spam and it didn't come through. Wanted to check in with you and see if you've ended up purchasing something yet or not, or if you're still in the market. Honestly, I was just looking. I didn't even know you were going to call me. Oh, okay, great. So, right. I just started out with who I am, an apology, what he did, went on, uh, gave an excuse, and then went on to ask the question I was going to ask. And I'm not even sure you need the apology, Dale. So I don't know if you all listened to my response, but it's a pretty typical response. 
I didn't expect you to call me. It, it, it makes my head hurt that they didn't expect. Like if I fill out a form and put my phone number on it, my expectation as a consumer is that someone's going to call me. But everybody who's ever made phone calls has heard this. Well, I didn't expect somebody to call me. And I want to <laughs> say, well, why did you think we asked for your phone number? Don't say that. Bad script. Yeah. But I, so you don't even necessarily have to apologize. Hey, this is Brian. We're reaching out to people who have made inquiries in the last couple of months, just checking in. And, you know, are you guys still in the market to look? Were you just, were you just, uh, well, I just lost that. <laughs> were you just window shopping? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we bought a house last week or, you know, actually, Brian, that's great that you called because three or four months ago, we submitted that we weren't thinking, but we, we are looking to buy. I mean, I, the apology is fine, but I don't even think it's necessary to be honest. Well, let's put it this way. Um, depending on the lead source. So Charles also then messaged in saying, I'm a solo agent who bought a lot of Facebook leads and never called anyone trying to master my craft now. Uh, so you don't need an apology. Those Facebook leads do not expect anyone to call them. They don't know who you are. They have no clue. They have no expectation. Okay. Even if you're doing, even if you have um, people who register on your website, right? Like pay-per-click ads, you don't need to apologize or do anything like that. They have no expectation either. The only time that I would use something like that is if let's say someone specifically reached out on your listing, like via Zillow or via your sign or called in and wanted to yeah. talk to you about the property. In that case, I would use something like that. But otherwise, to your point, Brian, those other lead sources have no idea who you are and weren't expecting a call at all. And so you can do what Brian said, which is just go straight into it. And every once in a while, someone will say, well, hell, I called you three months ago. You never called me back. And I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, not perfect. I do try and return every single phone call, but I guess I messed up. So, you know, by any chance, you give me a little bit of grace and give me a couple minutes to chat with you. Yeah. People do it. Like, no, I'm an asshole. I'm going to hang up. I mean, no one's <laughs> going to say that. They might hang up, but no right. one's going to say, nope, you're, you're screwed forever. You know, it, it's it's funny. I think one of the things that's very interesting about humans is we remember all the bad stuff, but if you really looked at the last hundred conversations that you've had, maybe one of those, somebody was a jerk to you. The other 99, I'm not saying they all purchased and work with you, but they weren't jerks to you. So um, <laughs> I like Elizabeth. I'm Canadian. I feel the need to apologize. LOL. I'm sorry to hear that, Elizabeth. I'm just kidding. So that's great. Uh, I'm Canadian. Let me start off with an apology. That would be fun. <laughs> that's just I'm every sure conversation there someplace i just don't i don't have it, it with me right you're ordering now. dinner at a restaurant first let me apologize i'll have the steak <laughs> perfect all right well um, is there any other questions in there i want to make sure that somebody said i literally did that okay um it's it we're having fun today i appreciate everybody being here today uh da, 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 da. let's talk about what a facebook lead is real quick for a second so the majority of you are doing if you're doing facebook leads probably doing what we call lead ads and I just want people to understand what that means. That means that you, you have a Facebook account. Somebody else has a Facebook account. Most people have their name, phone number, email address inside of Facebook. And when you click on that, they don't ask you to say, hey, Dale, would you please give us your name, phone number, and email address? They say, click here. It's going to fill out the form for you. That's why lead ads work because of the fact that I don't have to type in 479, blah, 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 blah. I just hit one button and it uploads all my information. To Dale's point, though, that person is not expecting a phone call. So 
understand that when you go into those leads, like if somebody goes, well, I don't know you were going to call me, man, I'm really sorry to bug you. You know, one of the things that we, you know, try and do is just make sure that everybody gets reached out to in case they need our, our services. We don't want to, you know, have somebody fill out a form and then just feel like they got ghosted by us. So I apologize for interrupting you, but, you know, by any chance, would you just have a couple of minutes to answer a couple of quick questions? So understanding how the lead source works, I think is an important thing because you have different scripting when you're going into that, you know, somebody calls yeah. about a realtor.com lead. I'm going to ask them if they want to make an appointment. If right. somebody just visits my website, it's going to be a little bit softer. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the, the Facebook quote leads, I, I don't even think for the most part, uh, they shouldn't, you know, they're not really leads, right? These people aren't generally trying to do anything with us or having you know have a conversation or even inquire about anything about real estate it's like it's like you're just you know going fishing and uh you know the fish wants a little taste of the bait you have but they didn't intend to jump in your boat do you know what i mean i do and you know there's a there's a guy over at street text that says this all the time he says that we are doing interruption marketing and i think that's true like nobody logged on to facebook to find a house they logged on to facebook to look at cat pictures or be political or whatever things people do on facebook and they just happen to scroll by your ad and they're like well that's pretty click 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 and that's what facebook's all about right but yep. i can tell you they work i've got a pair of pants that i bought a couple months ago on facebook like I was like, oh, those are cool looking, you know, and, and I literally bought a pair of pants and, you know, I, the belt that I wear, which I absolutely love. I found that on a Facebook ad, you know, so nice. I know it works, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a real thing. So don't feel like it doesn't work, but also understand. What but notice what you said. You said, I bought a pair of pants. You didn't have the intention of buying pants when you were on Facebook, right? So you you were able to make a uh, you were able to make an impulse buy there, right? But yeah. our industry, our business is different. You don't impulse. You don't typically impulse impulse buy real estate. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, do we want to look at pretty? Do we want to impulse look at pretty pictures of a house? Yes. That doesn't mean that we're buying anything or that we're in the state of buying or selling anything in that moment. So people just, you know, agents working those leads need to understand that. Well, and this is why I think it's important. If your only lead source is Facebook leads, then you better be buying hundreds and hundreds a month. And I'm not, I'm not even being facetious there. That's really what I mean by that. Right. Or most people, you know, that I'm coaching to, and I've, Dale's probably coaching to the same thing is let's buy some right now leads and then let's buy some nurture leads. Facebook leads, when you look at return on investment, if you actually do a good job with those leads, put them on drips and follow up with them, they're probably your absolute best leads. Why? Because I paid three bucks for them. And if I follow up with them for two years, I make 5,000. Well, that's a pretty good return on investment if you look at it from that perspective. So I am not here to tell you don't buy Facebook leads. I'm here to tell you, understand the expectation of the lead. And yeah, they're top of the funnel is what uh, looks like Noreen said, that they're top of the funnel. And that's exactly what it is. Now, I will say that probably somewhere between 0.5% and 0.3% are bottom of the funnel. They just happened to be on Facebook, but you know, yesterday they were on Zillow and they went and looked at a house over the weekend and an open house. So there are some people who are right now leads. It's just, they didn't log on to Facebook for that. They just happened to log on to Facebook and be a right now lead. So they exist. And that's why my number was about 200 a month. If you look at that 200 a month 
times 0.5 gets you one closing month. And, and I really do believe if you buy 200 Facebook leads and follow up with them di diligently on the front end in the 90 to 120 days, you'll probably get about one closing a month from that. Yeah. I think uh, you know, it just needs to be part of a healthy lead mix. You know what I mean? If, you, if you're going to do it, it needs to be a healthy lead mix. Just like, you know, nobody's going to build an empire just circle prospecting, right? It's kind of the same concept. Yeah. And I think sometimes we look back at like people who have been successful, who have built stuff doing FISBOS and expires. And I can tell you in a different market, you can make a living off FISBOS and expires. I've watched people do it. I've and done it. Yeah, Dale's done it. There's an example. I, I've I've done some of it, but I I wouldn't say it was my only lead source by any stretch. But there are very, those lead sources generally don't exist right now. And here's the good news, though: it's pretty easy to capture a buyer nowadays. Now, getting that buyer to closing is a little bit more challenging because of our market, but it's relatively easy. So, what would you suggest for a returning agent from maternity leave? Few friends recently moved to a new city. Currently, no listing and one lead. So um, I'm going to hopefully not butcher your name, Katia, Kashia. I, I don't know. I apologize. I'm sure I butchered it. And I apologize again. What I would say to that is a couple of things. So first of all, you know, there's, there's more options than being a single agent. So you may consider joining a team for say 12 months until you get to know the area, until you build a sphere, until you see, because what's a team? Theoretically, they're going to be somebody who's going to give you some leads and give you some training about the area. And maybe it's not even, I, we didn't ask if it was out of state or not, but I can tell you right now, you move to a different state and the contracts are different and all this stuff that you thought you knew, you don't know anymore. So I would look at that. Again, you can start building up with Facebook leads or you could try and, you know, I don't know your market, you know, open houses is a great way to get right now buyers, assuming that that's something that's feasible in your market. And then, you know, you might look at some of those portal leads. And I know a lot of people are very anti-portal lead, but if you don't know anybody in the, the, to, to do that, you got to buy some right now leads. So that's, those would be the things that I would look at. I would look at potentially joining a team. Um, you know, starting some prospecting over time and then potentially some right now leads. Yeah, I might even uh, 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 attempt to be a showing agent. Uh, see if there's anyone in your market who wants to utilize a showing agent uh, to so that you can get out there, you can put a little bit of cash in your pocket and you can be networking with other agents in your markets who, you know, maybe you can find a position on a team. Maybe you can get some referral business. Maybe, you know, they don't want to take the, under whatever dollar figure leads and they'll be willing to send them to you for a referral fee. So there's there's a lot of business to be had when business is being done. You just need to turn over rocks and be creative about the way that you find the business. Absolutely. I can tell you right now, if you're in my market, give me a call. I'll hire you today. As long as, <laughs> well, and, and here's, I'm, that's a joke, but it's not. Here's what I mean by that. I am not remotely unique in that as a team leader. Every team leader in America who's got a a, a high producing team is looking for more agents. So I, I'm not in British Columbia, but every one of those people are. So I think Justin Havers up there, he would, I guarantee you talk to Justin. So yeah, I've got I mean, some clients in that area too, that, that are always looking to bring, bring hustlers on the team. So, yeah, because what do I, what's my criteria? I'll just tell everybody, this isn't a big secret that you're coachable and that you're motivated. I don't care about anything else coachable and motivated. I can teach you everything else. Our system can teach you everything else that you need to know to sell real estate. Um, that's the people who are successful on our teams, plain and simple. It's not somebody who's got 150 IQ and knows the market and all that kind of stuff. Those things are great, but 
you know, if I have the absolute best scripts, I'm the absolute best agent in the world, but I never make a phone call, then what good is it? So motivated and coachable is, is basically my criteria for you joining my team. Yeah. Excellent. All right, everybody. Thank you for chatting in the questions and everything. Brian, we didn't get to your call today, but uh, I think everybody got a lot of value out of this. We have a bunch of people listening live to this. Um, just wanted to let you guys know you can find all the replays to Cash Call on our YouTube channel, Smart Inside Sales. Uh, they're all there. And uh, love seeing everybody. We'll see all of you next week.